are listening to the Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I am your host, Reality Steve. Thank you very much for tuning in. Good show for you today. We're going to talk about Caitlin, who went on her fiancé, Jason Tardick's podcast, and had some interesting things to say about her ex-fiancé, Sean Booth. We also have an update in the Aaron Clancy world. Kat Izzo went on Courtney Robertson's off-contract podcast, and she had something that was interesting. We're going to talk about Survivor and the challenge from last night. Tasha's going to be on a new reality show, it seems like, and some pop culture news as well for you. And we will get to that momentarily. Some people like to deep clean every Saturday morning. I prefer to spend a few minutes every day keeping things fresh with Lysol. Lysol's brand new day all-purpose cleaner cleans and kills 99.9% of viruses and bacteria on hard, non-porous surfaces around your home with a fragrance that feels like a tropical getaway for your senses. (sighs) Don't just clean, Lysol clean. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. Whether you're making the same breakfast that you have every day or baking a cake for an extra special day, Eggs are a staple in our diets. Eggland's best eggs are nutritionally superior to ordinary eggs, containing more vitamins and 25% less saturated fat. Not only are they better for you, but Eggland's best eggs taste better too. There's a reason that they're America's number one eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com for additional information and delicious recipes. From muddy jungle paths to snowy trails to rolling sand dunes, the 2024 Nissan Pathfinder is ready to take you to some of the most phenomenal destinations on Earth. In a Pathfinder, it's more than just the arrival. The real excitement comes from the ride to get there. With seven drive modes, Pathfinder's available intelligent four-wheel drive is built for some of the most epic journeys. So chase bigger, better, more exciting adventures in the 2024 Nissan Pathfinder. Intelligent four-wheel drive cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. This podcast brought to you by Green Chef. Green Chef makes eating well easy with plans to fit every lifestyle. Whether you're keto, paleo, vegan, vegetarian, gluten-free, or just looking to eat more balanced meals, Green Chef offers a range of recipes to suit your preferences. Go to greenchef.com slash realitysteve60 and use code realitysteve60 to get 60% off plus free shipping. That's greenchef.com slash realitysteve60 and use code realitysteve60 to get 60% off plus free shipping. Green Chef, the number one meal kit for eating well. All right, let's get started. Uh, As you can hear, still a little bit nasally in the voice, getting better. Today I blew my nose a lot. And it's more of a stuffed up now as opposed to earlier in the day. It was a lot of kind of dripping, you know, and constantly sniffling. I'll try to keep the sniffles to a minimum here. But let's get started. Nothing new to report on charity season. I know that uh, you come here for that. 
I'll always start off with something charity season related if I have news. I don't know where they're headed. The fourth rose ceremony was in Washington at the Skamania Lodge on Wednesday night. Yesterday was a travel day. So, oh, excuse me. What's today? It is Wednesday. Uh, Tuesday was rose ceremony. Yesterday was a travel day. Today, they should be in their new place. Sometimes they take two days off for travel. Sometimes it's one. So they either will start filming episode five in their new location today or tomorrow. Hopefully stuff gets out. Haven't heard where they're going. I've heard a location, but I have no idea if it's the next one. We shall see. I will let you know once I hear. But Caitlin went on her fiance, Jason Tardick's Trading Secrets podcast and said something really interesting in regards to her ex-fiance, Sean Booth. They were together for three years, and I think that people need to look at this. Now, I didn't listen to the quote. I didn't listen to the podcast, but of course, Us Weekly does a good job of taking the direct quote and putting it out there. And just by reading it, I can tell this wasn't some sort of shot that Caitlin took at Sean because she specifically says, hey, this is just my opinion. This is the way I saw things. Maybe I'm wrong here. But she basically said this. This is all from my point of view and how I felt things and, and things that I saw. How I felt and things that I saw. It doesn't mean they are right or wrong. But would you or would you not agree that when couples come off the show, whether it was Bachelor and the woman who picked, the, who picked or Bachelorette and the guy that she picked, that that is a really hard foundation to start on And it's a power struggle. And Jason agreed, saying that personally, professionally, and financially, it is close to impossible for a couple to last on the foundation that is set by The Bachelor. So Caitlin goes on to say, So I think men sometimes get emasculated by The Bachelorette coming off the show with all these opportunities. They're like, we want Caitlin there as well. Sean can come too. Or maybe not. Maybe it's just Caitlin or it's the two of us together. It was always, if I was there, then he was invited. And I think on top of that, already feeling emasculated on the show, where you're not the only one, and there's other relationships building, and you thought it was you the whole time, and then you realize it wasn't, how does the relationship even work after that? I don't know. It's hard. But it was like getting down to the end where we both just didn't see it going anywhere. It felt like he was hanging on until his gym opened, and that's where I felt used professionally. And as we know, Sean has taken shots in the past. He told a podcast back in 2021 he didn't believe their romance was true love because if it was true love, why aren't they still together? Which was a horrible explanation. That doesn't make any sense. I think it might show Sean's not very well-versed in relationships. Um, It can be true love and it not work out in the end. That doesn't – that's stupid. So – And then he went to, he thought it was disrespectful that Caitlin moved on with Jason so quick once they broke up. Sounds like Sean is the bitter one here, but I just want to go back. I mean, that's, that's three years old. I don't want to touch on that. I want to talk about what Caitlin specifically referred to. And I think it's a great point because it's not something that's brought up right away is when you are a couple straight off this show. There absolutely is a power imbalance between the two of you because one of you was the lead and one of you was the one that was picked. And so kind of together you need to do stuff. And especially if it's The Bachelorette, Sean is just kind of along for the ride Well, in this particular relationship. Obviously, 
with other bachelorettes, same thing. The guy is just kind of along for the ride because they don't. The audience doesn't know the person who was chosen better than they know the lead because the lead was on a previous season, maybe even multiple seasons before they became the lead, like Claire and the insufferable narcissistic windbag. Multiple seasons, and then they became a lead. So I can see where that's coming from. And knowing how Sean was on the show, how insanely jealous he was on the show, then to get off the show and all this attention being put on Caitlyn, I can totally see where that power imbalance came from. And three years they were together. And then this guy, you know, after the fact, is saying, well, I don't even know if it was even true love, because clearly if it was, we'd still be together. No, not true. So to see her say this, like I said, I'm glad she prefaced it by saying, look, this is just my point of view. This is what I saw. Doesn't mean I'm right or wrong, but this is how I felt. And I don't think that's a hard shot at Sean. I think maybe if we're if we're dealing with, well, that was a low blow, I don't even think saying that I felt like he was hanging on until his gym opened and that's where I felt used professionally. I don't think that that's a shot either. If that's the way she felt. And I'm sure she probably did feel that way because one, she just expressed it. And two, I think a lot of people knew once they did break up, it seemed like the breakup probably could have happened a lot earlier if you listen to what they both said. It was almost like they kind of knew the inevitable, eh, inevitable, but they kind of just wrote it out, and maybe it was because he was opening up a gym. I don't know. I don't remember the timing of everything, when he started, when their problems started in their relationship. It seems like their problems started right away when he could never get over the fact that she slept with the insufferable narcissistic windbag. So... I think they were doomed from the beginning just based on what I saw of Sean on the show. And I'll be honest, some things I heard behind the scenes in regards to women that had dated him before. I'll be honest there. So I always felt that there was some trouble there. But I don't think I really ever chimed in because it was just, I don't know, maybe Caitlin was the one for him. Maybe that was going to be the one that was going to be different. But everything I had heard up until then, no. But you have to take everything with a grain of salt. You know, maybe because it didn't work out with some other exes, it would work out with a new one. I mean, I heard it all the time about Ari. And we all know that Ari's player ways before he ever went on The Bachelor and became The Bachelor. And then even on The Bachelor, kind of a player when he was like, make, couldn't make up his mind. And he picks Becca and he gets engaged. And then, he, oh, no, I'm going to go to Lauren, you know? So, but Ari has made it work since then. So he's proved me wrong and he's proved a lot of other people wrong. Jordan Rogers, same thing. Total player before he came on the show. Cannot be disputed whatsoever. He finds JoJo, and they're still together. So, again, someone who can, whose stripes seemingly have changed. So that's where I was, like, at with Sean. Hearing all the stuff that I was hearing, speaking to exes who came to me about him, it wasn't positive, but I was just kind of, well, let's just wait and see. Let's see. And they were together three years. That's a long time for, you know, Bachelorette land. And they just didn't make it work. But I have no problem with what Caitlin said on that podcast. I didn't think it was a, a you know, a dig at him or a hard shot at him. And, oh, boy, now we're going to get Sean. I hope Sean doesn't respond to this. He doesn't need to. 
Maybe he will in some, you know, subtle way. But I guess only time will tell. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. Whether you're making the same breakfast that you have every day or baking a cake for an extra special day, Eggs are a staple in our diets. Eggland's best eggs are nutritionally superior to ordinary eggs, containing more vitamins and 25% less saturated fat. Not only are they better for you, but Eggland's best eggs taste better too. There's a reason that they're America's number one eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com for additional information and delicious recipes. When your space has the long-lasting, noticeable scent of Airwick vibrant-scented oils, it'll be the spot for everyone. From book club to game night, the kids can even host their friends. Whoa, it smells amazing. Airwick vibrant-scented oils are infused with two times more natural essential oils versus regular Airwick-scented oils for our most authentic, nature-inspired fragrance experience. Hmm. Transform your space with scents like white sage and mahogany or lavender and water lily. Now that's a breath of fresh air wick. From muddy jungle paths to snowy trails to rolling sand dunes, the 2024 Nissan Pathfinder is ready to take you to some of the most phenomenal destinations on Earth. In a Pathfinder, it's more than just the arrival. The real excitement comes from the ride to get there. With seven drive modes, Pathfinder's available intelligent four-wheel drive is built for some of the most epic journeys. So chase bigger, better, more exciting adventures in the 2024 Nissan Pathfinder. Intelligent four-wheel drive cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. Keeping it in the Bachelor Nation family, Aaron Clancy hard-launched yesterday with a woman named Alice Gray. This is new girlfriend. Good luck, Alice. You're going to need it. Kat Izzo went on Courtney Robertson's off-contract podcast. Now, again, did not listen to it, but I did listen to Courtney's because I follow her on Instagram. I listened to her Instagram story that was like, you know, a minute long, and it had a bunch of clips from that interview And the last clip that I heard was her talking about the fact that the Game of Roses book was in the mansion and someone was reading it. Now, maybe on the podcast, if you did listen to it, did Kat confirm it was Gabby? Did she just confirm she heard somebody was reading it? But point being is that when I reported that, the only thing that I reported about that was Gabby read the book. I specifically said at the time, I have no idea if she brought the book. I have no idea if it was planted. I have no idea if anybody even cared that she did. All I reported was she was reading it. And that was it. And now we've got at least half of that confirmed that the book was in the house. So the fact that it is there, if Courtney and Kat didn't go over it and confirm a Gabby, um, I, I know that my stuff is probably accurate considering all the other accurate things I posted this season. But like I said, that doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything bad for Gabby. I don't think anybody cared. If I did, I think it would have been a storyline, and it just wasn't. 
but sounds like she uh, she was the one that read and maybe more. That's the thing. I heard that she was reading it. I didn't hear anybody else, but that doesn't mean anybody else wasn't reading it either. I just heard Gabby was reading it. So, um, and that's all I heard. And I said it at the time, like, hey, don't read into this. Because I know nothing other than I heard she was reading it. So, but Kat being on her, uh, Courtney's podcast yesterday, like I said, didn't listen to it, but I heard the clip. If anybody did listen to it, maybe you can email me and let me know. Did they ever bring up Gabby's name? Did Kat confirm it? Did Kat confirm any other names of people that were reading it? But it sounded like in that clip, Kat said, oh yeah, there, there was somebody reading it or it was in the house or something. But even she said she didn't even know, you know, how it got there. Last night, you might have seen me retweet this, that there is going to be a new show. I don't know where it's going to air. Oh, wait, maybe I have the link here. So it was reported by a challenge website. And I guess the title of the show is called The Boss or The Goat. And it's going to be streaming on Amazon. And first week of production is right now. I guess they're starting. And... We don't know any details other than some of the cast that I guess is going to be on it. And these people are pretty accurate with reality shows and who's going to get cast and whatnot. Anyway, and we don't know the format of the show. We have no idea what this show is about. But it's called The Boss or The Goat or something like that. It looks like it's going to air on Amazon Prime. And there is one Bachelor Nation contestant on this, and it's Tasha Adams, according to this website. So... Some other people that are on it. Um, let me look at the email. Oops. Uh, CJ Franco, one of the women from FBoy Island, former podcast guest. Looks like she's on it. Davon from Big Brother and The Challenge. Jill Zarin, Real Housewife of New, uh, New York. Joey Sasso from The Circle. Kristen from Vanderpump Rules. I don't know how to pronounce her last name. Doot. Doubt. Doughty. I have no idea. Although I think she's in there, I think if I'm not mistaken, a while back at some point, Kristen Dowdy Dute, however you pronounce her name, I think she admitted she's a Reality Steve fan. Problem is, I know nothing about her or her show, or else I'd have her on the podcast. But I would know what to talk to her about because I don't follow Vanderpump. Reza, who was on Shaws of Sunset and The Traders, uh, Tech from Real World, and Wendell from The Challenge and Survivor. Apparently, there's two others that they're missing. So those are some of the people on it. It's called The Boss or The Goat. Going to be on Amazon. Don't know the details behind it yet, but it looks like Tasha is going to be on that show. Survivor last night. I think I have the same problem with Survivor that I do with the challenge every week, and we're going to talk about these back-to-back right now. Survivor, again. We had the merge, and... I've watched every episode this season, and yet I couldn't tell you once they merged. Wait, who were the who was in original tribes together? I couldn't tell you who has an idol, and if they do have an idol, when they found it, where they found it, who has a fake idol, who created a fake idol. I'm so clueless, yet I watch this every week. Now, I know on the screen when they put the cryon up, it does say, like, Carolyn holds immunity idol or I know that Carolyn has one but if you were to ask me how did Carolyn get an immunity idol I well she I remember because she's so weird but I remember that she got into the cage she found the key and got into the cage and then whatever 
But other people that have it or created a fake one or lost a vote or something, like I am so clueless. And it's so weird. And I'm I've almost now maybe this is just me, but I've almost come to the fact that we've got to just eliminate all this stuff. Maybe just the only idols out there are idols that they plant in the forest and people got to go look for them. And that's it. No more of these. You can create a fake idol. I mean, you can if you want, but you have to find other stuff to create it with. But just your basic, hey, there's one idol in play right now. It's hidden somewhere at somebody's camp. If you find it, you've got an idol. If you don't, you don't have an idol. And then if you use it and you... Then, the, then another idol goes back into the game. And that's it. It's getting too confusing. Now, maybe it's for other people, you guys all remember it. Like someone like Stephen Fishback, Dalton Ross, I'm sure they're well, very well aware and they could recite to me right now everyone who has an idol and how they got it and who has a fake idol and who created it, all this stuff. Because they're just better than me at this game and watching this. But, man, I can't remember shit when I watch this. I'm so confused. I'm so confused on uh, on alliances. I'm so confused on the initial three tribes with six people on each tribe. I don't remember. I don't even remember the names of the tribes. It's, I don't know, I'm just getting old or what, but man, I can't remember anything. Challenge. Same exact thing for me, but more so about the alliances. I don't even know what teams or what country. I know they put it up there and they're definitely dressed differently. Like if you're in a if you're in maroon, if you're in all black, you're a certain country. But the US players aren't all playing together because Danny and Tori are a team, but Danny doesn't want anything to do with Tori's alliance and Tori doesn't want anything to do with Danny's alliance. So how is this going to work out in the end? I mean, maybe that makes it more intriguing, but I am so confused on the alliances. And then when they're sitting there in confessionals talking about, we got to make the Australian team you know, weaker, I, I couldn't tell you. Who's on the Australian team? I have no idea. Right after they say that, they kind of got to do what Big Brother does. As much as corny and campy as I think Big Brother is, every time someone is in a confessional saying, my alliance is with A, B, C, D, and E, they always cut to clips of each person. Person A, person B, person C, person D, person E. So you're constantly being refreshed. Okay, now I know. They don't do that on the challenge or survivor. Sometimes they do, but I feel like they do it all the time on Big Brother, which is the one thing I appreciate about that show. But I'm so clueless on the alliances on the challenge. I mean, come on now. I'm clueless. I had no idea. A couple things I want to end with. Number one, yesterday, you might have seen me tweet this out as well. Today on Paramount Plus, Grease, Rise of the Pink Ladies, is a new show that premieres on Paramount Plus. And it's basically a prequel to the original Grease, set about four years before the 1978 movie. And it shows how the Pink Ladies came to be. Well, because of that, someone at EW by the name of Maureen Lee Lenker who might be my favorite human in all of America right now because with this show starting today on Paramount Plus doing a prequel to how the Pink Ladies formed, she decided to do an oral history, no, not on Greece, 
but on Greece too. Are you kidding me? Everybody that has listened to me for long enough knows Grease 2 is one of those movies in my wheelhouse where I could sing basically, well, I can recite. I'm not going to say sing. You all saw how I sing at Taylor Swift this weekend. I can recite all the words to that movie and pretty much every song. And Grease 2, you know, people, you bring it up and you're like, oh, my God, no way. It's not John Travolta and Olivia Newton-John. Of course, they're iconic. The first one, iconic movie. It was great. The second one flopped at the box office majorly because you had a bunch of people that nobody really knew. It was Michelle Pfeiffer's second movie ever. Maxwell Caulfield was who was. um, The hell was it? Um, Why am I blanking on his name? Cool writer, dude. I I can't believe it's not Johnny Nagarelli. That's Adrian Zmed. Whatever. (laughs) Oh, uh, not Sandy and Danny. Now I'm thinking of the first one, Sandy and Danny. Jesus, Stephanie Zanoni and Michael Carrington. Steve, come on. Snap out of it. I'm telling you, it's this head congestion right now. That's what it is. That's the only reason that Michael Carrington and Stephanie Zanoni did not come to my head in 0.3 seconds. Anyway, EW.com did a great oral history on Greece 2. I tweeted it out yesterday. Go read it if you're interested. So many good stories. I just love reading oral histories of movies that I love. And I'm so glad they did that. Um, on the eve of this movie about or this TV show about the Pink Lady starting up on Paramount Plus today. Will I watch it? I'll give it a few episodes. I've heard it's not great, so we'll see. But Grease 2, you know I'm all in on. And I, the amount of times I watched that during the summer of either 82 or 83, once it hit HBO, I, I cannot tell you how many times I watched it. It's just one of those movies that I watched a thousand times and I'll still watch it today. It's not on very often, but if it ever comes on, I'm watching it. And if you think I haven't reached out to Maxwell Caulfield on Twitter asking him to come on the podcast, you'd be wrong. I don't think he's read it because he hasn't responded, (laughs) but. God, I'd love to have anybody from Grease 2 on the podcast. Well, yeah, I, uh, I'm i such a fan and it was great reading the oral history. So, um, again, thank you to Maureen Lee Lanker for writing that and giving us an oral history and some behind-the-scenes stories from everyone involved in Grease 2 and just made my day yesterday. And I just want to end with this. I did not read this story. All I saw was the headline. But when I saw on Us Weekly a headline that read, Tristan hasn't given up hope on Chloe Romance after moving next door. Ugh. I just threw my hands up. Yes, I'm well aware that it takes two to tango, and this just might be all Tristan. But how many times has Chloe gone back to this guy after he's treated her like dirt and cheated on her? And now he's living right next door to her, according to the article. In the first paragraph, it says he now lives 0.2 miles from her. The last thing, if you're a Khloe Kardashian fan, the last thing you need is this guy being that close to her and spending more time 
because I'm sure he's going to turn on the charm and be, look at me, I'm Mr. Baby Daddy, and look at me and how I love our children, and ah, blah, 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 blah. I hope she runs as far away from him as possible. He is bad news. I hope, hope, hope she doesn't get sucked in again to this guy. But one can only hope. Wait, what's this story? Are we are Reese Witherspoon and Tom Brady dating? Wait, hold on a second. Let me click on this. <laughs> um, oh, because okay, so she just got divorced from Jim Toth. The rumors are completely false. A rep for the 47-year-old legally blonde actress told us weekly. Okay, thank you. That's all I need to read. I don't need to read anything else. But boy, talk about a power couple. Talk about a couple that would absolutely dominate the tabloid headlines if they got together. Tom Brady and Reese Witherspoon? Oh, boy. Anyway, thank you all for tuning in. Really appreciate it. Please rate, subscribe, and review an Apple podcast. The Sports Daily is coming up in an hour and in two hours. Podcast number 333 with Morgan Willette. She won Big Brother over the top. You know her as a social media influencer. We do talk about her ex and her breakup. That was very public a couple years ago. Um, I really like enjoyed the conversation surrounding that, and I enjoy and I thank her for being so open and honest about it. But love talking to Morgan, and we talk Taylor Swift to end the podcast because she's the one I sold my Nashville tickets to. So, anyway, thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it, and I will talk to you tomorrow. See you. Whether you're making the same breakfast that you have every day or baking a cake for an extra special day, eggs are a staple in our diets. Eggland's best eggs are nutritionally superior to ordinary eggs, containing more vitamins and 25% less saturated fat. Not only are they better for you, but Eggland's best eggs taste better too. There's a reason that they're America's number one eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com for additional information and delicious recipes. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than a life policy. It's about the promise and the responsibility that comes with being a new parent, being there day and night, and building a plan for tomorrow, today. For the ones you'll always look out for, trust Amica Life Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus is central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. From muddy jungle paths to snowy trails to rolling sand dunes, the 2024 Nissan Pathfinder is ready to take you to some of the most phenomenal destinations on Earth. In a Pathfinder, it's more than just the arrival. 
The real excitement comes from the ride to get there with seven drive modes. Pathfinder's available intelligent four-wheel drive is built for some of the most epic journeys. So chase bigger, better, more exciting adventures in the 2024 Nissan Pathfinder. Intelligent four-wheel drive cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. When your space has the long-lasting, noticeable scent of Airwick Vibrant Scented Oils, you'll want to invite everyone over, from book club to the fantasy league, even the in-laws. It smells amazing. Airwick Vibrant Scented Oils are infused with two times more natural essential oils versus regular Airwick Scented Oils for our most authentic, nature-inspired fragrance experience. Hmm. Transform your space with scents like white sage and mahogany or lavender and water lily. Now that's a breath of fresh Airwick.